Hey, all you rad dads out there. Hey, all you rad dads out there. It's uh, Rad Dad Christian, another episode of the Rad Dad Show. This episode features Scott Marshall of The Fizz Gigs, a pop punk band down in Calgary. Just releasing a new album. We are The Fizz Gigs. Go check it out. We chat, of course, dad stuff, being involved with our kids, sharing Spotify lists, and, uh, you know, letting the kids be themselves, the importance of that. We hope you enjoy. Um, welcome to the Rad Dad Show. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Uh, so, first question, who are you? My name is uh, Scott Marshall. I play guitar in a band from Calgary called The Fizz Gigs. And I am uh, the father of uh, two two girls, aged uh, eight and uh, 11 and a half. Eight and 11 and a half. Names, yeah. you want to do care to share them? Yeah. yeah, my oldest is Harper and our youngest is uh, Charlotte, or we call her Charlie. Charlie, Charlotte. Yeah. Do you uh, consider yourself a rad dad? Now, if to be asked that I would my my gut reaction would be no um don't consider myself to be that that radical but um I do think my kids are and uh in turn I think I need to take a bit of credit for that so I think I would then consider myself to be a bit rad to uh be able to to have raised a couple of pretty rad kids so uh I'll go with yes Oh, there we go okay so you change change your answer so I changed so my answer on the fly there Yeah there we go why why so how do you define a rad dad? Um, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not a, a terribly social person. And I feel like when I'm attending, whether it's uh, skating classes or swim lessons or soccer or all those things that uh, the girls have gone in and out of, um, I find myself to be quite antisocial and sort of for just because of who I am and my comfort with uh, with other people to be kind of isolating and uh, and and isolated away from from the group, so I kind of don't feel like I'm really uh, fitting in with all the other the other dads and groups uh, when when it comes to that kind of stuff. So um, so I, it doesn't feel very rad to be kind of isolated and away from that, but it's kind of where I find myself comfortable and just sort of focused on on. Uh, watching what the kids are up to. I, I, I seem to really like to plug into some music and, you know, watch watch if it was soccer or skating or whatever it is. So I like to kind of isolate and just sort of enjoy enjoy that. Is, is it because you're an introvert? Is that, is that why? Or, or, you just don't feel, or you just don't feel you fit in with those? So I kind of um, relate to that a little bit. Like, is yeah. it because you're like a, like a punk? Punk rock, I don't know. It sounds kind of silly, no. but you're like a punk, and you don't feel like maybe you connect with the the jock dads or. That I, I do. Work. I do feel. I I am an introvert, and I do feel um a little bit of not feeling like I necessarily fit in with all the other sort of middle aged dads and and um the sort of gatherings and lay, you know dropping down the lawn chairs and and uh, and everyone just bullshitting for for an hour. I I don't, I don't really fit into that, so. Um, and certainly not that I don't uh, think that I'm any better than anyone else, but uh, I am very introverted and, and just feel feel like I've had 
challenges as as I've grown up and become a father and been in these kind of scenarios, sort of making new male friends um, as, as as sort of this whole experience has has uh, has gone forward. I, I haven't made a ton of new friends through the kids' friends and their parents and things like that. So um, certainly not from not like I'm putting in a ton of effort either, but uh, I find myself just more comfortable sort of staying in my own zone. Interesting. So, like, what is you kind of mentioned the challenges? So, can you go back and expand on that? So, is it just the challenge of you not being able to, you know, connect with them, or not really, or is it just challenges of being a dad? Yeah, I I just find it challenging, sort of fitting in. And uh, I, I like to just sort of take it all, take it all in on my own. What are some traits you think uh, make one a rad dad? I think um, being involved, being as involved as possible with 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 their kids and their activities. Um, also, you know, I I um, I know when my kids were younger and I was really trying to sort of shape the the type of person they are by the music they listen to and really trying to put all this stuff in front of them um and i remember when my kids were little they were really <clears throat> really into hearing uh like the flatliners we'd listen to the flatliners an absolutely ton in the house and we'd listen to a ton of weezer and we'd have you know friends of rom would be pumping because a new album would come out and the kids would really sort of recognize and identify these songs and really like it. and i thought that was like oh this is so cool these kids are into this and and now i kind of you know, we share the Spotify account and I'll see my, my kids adding, you know, Keith Urban and they're listening to and adding these playlists from friends with country and stuff. And I think that's really rad. Like that, I found that was one of the coolest things to see my kids kind of discovering this stuff on their own and, and sort of bringing this music to me to, to hear. And I thought that was really cool. And I, I um maybe originally would have thought that'd be a bit of a fail as, as a, you know, when, when kids were first born that, um, not having a kid that's into punk or not having a kid that's into the music that I want to listen to and, and going country and not necessarily that the kids are, but I really like seeing them sort of um, coming up with stuff and, and into things on their own that haven't necessarily come from me or my influences. So um, I thought that's pretty rad. And I, you know, I feel really proud as a father to see them doing that. What, like what? What is it? Why, why do you do you get so excited about that? Because I feel the exact same way. I I've taken my son; he's eight, to a ton of like live shows, lots of concerts. I'm really into punk and metal, and he he likes some of it, but not so much. But he's really into mm-hmm. his own thing, and I I'm kind of the same way. And like I took him to Shawn Mendes last Father's Day. Okay, definitely not into Shawn Mendes, but he was totally into it, and like it was one of the best. Uh, memories I've had so far that I could provide that opportunity with my, for my son, and it was just cool to see. Like, what is it? Do you, yeah, do you it's decide? it's just yeah, it's just so cool seeing them sort of becoming their own their own selves. It, it's like it's like when uh, when they're first born and toddlers and just young, and they're they're always with you, and you're taking them around, and you're taking them to the music store to look at guitars, and it's it's hey, it's me and here's my kid. And, and then next thing you know, it's, I'm just dad. It's their, their own person. This is Harper and, you know, I'm just dad. And I think that's really cool when you're all of a sudden just dad and supporting um, 
supporting these kids and and you're just there to do what needs to be done for them but they're just their own people i think it's so so sweet um there is some other cool crossover stuff though because this last summer my oldest and my wife and my father out in vancouver the four of us went and saw mccartney out in vancouver and that was one of the most amazing things to have uh i guess three generations of marshals going oh, out yeah. to see a, a, a beetle in concert so that was something that sort of everyone was, was super down with but um yeah just the whole thing's so so cool to see them them growing up and uh and scary at the same time and and just everything and and even now given um the uncertainty we uh we find ourselves in in the world today on march 26th um it's it's just it's it's really neat to see the kids being them their own selves and uh and having a go and taking a swing at things yeah i've kind of noticed that too over the last few days i've been kind of holed up at you know working from home and spring break doesn't start next week for me but my son's been home and uh, he's I got him kind of connected with a bunch of his friends on Messenger, and uh, yeah, it's just interesting that I just kind of sit back and kind of listen, do my work, you know, kind of paying attention, but yeah. at the same time, super intrigued as to what they're kind of into, and yeah, just kind of new new experience for me that way. I don't know how how are you uh, finding this, you know, the situation you're in? Yeah, Being it's in, um, from a dad perspective. Yeah, I've been home for. So I haven't um I haven't been in a car for 2 weeks. Um so I've only been outside walking um the dog and 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 as a family uh two three times a day and I'm home working um which is great. I'm I I'm super fortunate to to continue to be working um and the 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 role I'm in I work in IT so one of the main functions of my job is to support our remote work tools so it's kind of right in my wheelhouse to have everyone needing to work from home right now so i'm super busy which mm -hmm. is awesome however um the girls have kind of been flipped upside down in terms of no more school um talking talking to their friends sort of over you know whatever whatever uh whatever tools they've got on their phone and um my wife's also doing some work from home so it's so it's really strange to try to um structure a day for them and and at the same time um be able to continue my work and then just see it's taking a toll on them it's it's really different it's really difficult we haven't been out a whole lot we're all together all the time it's fucking groundhog's day in terms of you know <laughs> it's 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 the same thing every day right now and it's really really strange it's hard to for them to make sense of it my um charlie eight years old she's um it's funny seeing her when she talks about like her birthday it was a couple weeks ago and last sunday was supposed to be her birthday party at the um we were going to go see the onward movie with a bunch of friends so of course that's been canceled and, and just sort of her attitude of, of you know we're trying to have her understand what's happening in the world but it's you know well my birthday party was canceled because of the coronavirus you know so you kind of get this vibe where there's not really a real understanding of what's going on other than there's this thing that's really flipped everything up upside down and um we're doing the best like everyone everyone else is but it's uh everyone's really holed up right now and uh it feels like we're starting to get some structure from 
the school systems in terms of what they should be doing and sort of they're getting back connected with their classmates. I saw some Google Classroom live videos going on today with the kids. So I think that's, you know, a bit of a boost for them to see. And it's, I mean, there's not a lot of instruction. It seems like a lot of goofing around and people, you know, bringing their dogs into the video and, and sort of just having a good time. But it's nice to see a bit of that, some contact with the outside world. Have you have you had uh, like frank conversations with them, or is it more just you know about what's going on? Is it or is it more just kind of staying the course, kind of trying to keep things afloat? Yeah, I think um, not not in terms of how grim it feels at times, and and I got to say I I don't know either, and I I go you know I I have good 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 half days and bad half days in terms of where i'm scared i'm terrified i'm confused i feel everything's okay you know all these things are, are coming at me but i mean the, the really important things in terms of you know this social or physical distancing we're trying to, to to put in really making them understand the importance of that for when we're outside and the importance of the hand washing, the hands out of the mouth and, and sort of the nail biting and all those things that, that we're always sort of nagging on our kids about, but sort of there's a heightened importance around that now. And um, we're, we're, we're really trying to force that and, and force that message in terms of how important it is to, to keep us healthy. But um, as far as in terms of the, uh, the grimness and the, the markets and uh, oncoming recession and all the horrendous things, um, I can I can find myself falling into the uh, the trap of having too much news on and I'm really just trying to, to to shut that down unless it's uh, it, just me consuming it because uh, it's not worth having on and uh, it's it's um it's even hard for myself to make make sense of, out of so right does it, it, it no wreaks havoc on your mental health for sure absolutely absolutely in what ways uh, has fatherhood changed you? Um, it's interesting. I, I I can't I can't remember what anything was life w w was like before um before having kids. Uh, my, my wife and I, I'll you know when we we get time on our own, I'll, I'll say, what did we do when we were married before we had kids? I don't remember what we did other than I know there was a time when we just went to every movie that came out, whatever was in the theater. <laughs> Whatever was cycling through, we went and saw every movie. We don't do that anymore. I can't remember what it was like, but I, I feel like as um, as a father, um, as a husband, everything to me is sort of keeping stuff intact and keeping these kids happy and keeping these, these kids healthy. And, and I mean, it's everything. So before that, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really much of a consideration. I was, uh, you know, I've just wrapped up sort of being, spending most of my, my adult life in a band and touring. And then I was moving on, getting married. That had sort of ended the band stuff. And I was trying to, you know, go back to school and find a career and just try to figure out what I was going to do with, with life and, and, and didn't really know how, how things would change, but everything's changed and I can't even, remember how it's changed other than it completely has but it's 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 everything now 
I like that. It's not, it's not, it's, it's yeah. not a, it's not a really good answer because really I, I, I just, man, I can't remember, man, I can't remember <laughs> what we did other than we went to the theater more. We went, we went to a ton of movies and. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That's good. Yeah. Um, you kind of, you know, in that, in that answer you taught, it's, I don't know, from my perspective, it seems like you put a lot of pressure on yourself in terms of you, you, you said you, you have to do this, you have to do this for them. Is, is, is that pressure or is it just kind of what you, what you do? Do you feel pressure, you know, by, by being a dad? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, how do you, I, how do you, how do you deal with that, that pressure? Yeah, I, I, um, like I know, like my, my folks, um, split up when I was, I guess, 19 or 20. So I was an adult when it happened. And, you know, that was a big, you know, it was a big change, change in my life and, and, and my family's, uh, sort of dynamic. And, um, I just find that that's, it's, it's really important for me to make sure that my kids grow up and continue to have sort of a, a healthy home and, and stability. Um, and it's just really important to me. Um, in terms of pressure, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess there's pressure from everywhere. I mean, it's, 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 it's work, it's mortgage, it's, it's, the 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 dance bills it's it's the everything that 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 are that are always coming at you man dance dude dance. I hear it I was um I was um checking with some of my because I you know I luckily we're not a hockey family because I hear that can be nuts but from talking about some of the numbers uh, it feels like we're we're a bit deeper with some of the dance stuff with the costumes and the competitions and stuff. I, I think so too. One of my best friends, he, like his daughter is now in university, but I remember, you know, we, we taught together for a long time and all he would talk about is the dance bells. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? That's crazy. Um, as much that he spent, he had a son too in hockey and he was grateful his son didn't continue hockey, I think past TV or something, because he was like, I don't know how I could afford all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Like, I joke how, like, I may as well just have my work deposit my my check to <laughs> the dance company and let the dance studio give me whatever's left. But, you know, if there's any silver lining to what's going on right now, they're not taking money in a couple of weeks from us because everything's sort of been put on hold. So we, we save a couple of bucks with the dance uh, being put on hiatus. But, um, yeah, it's a, the dance is outrageous. Yeah. Did you have any fears about becoming a dad? Yeah. Um, tons and, and mostly that unknown, like, I just didn't know, I just had no idea what was, what was coming at us. Um, I had, uh, I had an unknown, cause I don't know where it came from, but I had a fear of, um, of, uh, knowing that we're bringing, uh, having, having a daughter. And then after we had, uh, after we had Harper, I was then afraid that our next would be a boy. So I, I seem sort of like knowing that we were going to have a girl, this, this sort of anxiety, and I don't know what, but just about having to, you know, take this on. And um, and then after we had for a couple of years, and then my wife got pregnant, uh, it was this sort of anxiety, oh, no, maybe we'll have a boy. That sounds like, you know, that, that'll be a nightmare. <clears throat> so 
I feel like if, if we could guarantee that we would continue having just girl after girl, um, we would have just sort of kept having kids, but there's that, that risk of maybe having a boy. So it's funny how that, how that flipped from my initial thoughts, but, um, yeah. Well, I why was, did you, uh, why do you say that? I want to stop you. Like, why, why, why would you prefer having girls all the time? If you could choose the sex of your, your next. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I think yeah. I, I think, would be with I, the other way for me. Yeah. I think more from my, from my wife's side. Um, I think her just thinking, oh yeah, how great would that be to just have a a, a huge fleet, a fleet of uh, of, of daughters. So um, although oh, okay. even re- even recently we saw um, just a baby a baby boy and uh, just started sort of talking and joking how how nice it would be if uh, not necessarily baby phase but a few years ago if there was a a little boy around and now he was he was a bit older. Um, I see you know friends at work that just in the last month have had their their first first child and sort of talking to them I can't even again it goes back to that I just can't even fathom what you're going through and taking that on right now and, and just the, just the change it is and how it how it um flips your life around when when that comes so and I also joke that it's like the um it's like the the babies in the walking dead that were born post apocalypse they're 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 children that will never know a uh a pre-COVID-19 world, so um, children bringing into to to the new world. Yeah, a friend of mine, he just had a his second on Wednesday, yesterday. Yeah, mm. <laughs> so yeah. it would be interesting to to see what how that kind of plans out. Yeah, what are the most uh, rewarding aspects of being a dad? Um, see, seeing my kids happy is is really is really wonderful and seeing them succeed at things. Um, wh- one of the things that, that I feel like out, out of all the things we've put our kids in, we've put our foot down with insisting that they stay in guitar. So they've been doing classical guitar for several years and it's something that they're both getting good at, but I don't think either of them really like, and if it was up to them, they would probably pull away from doing it. But, um, we we um we continue to put them in it and, and um encourage them and um there can be some challenging practice times with uh with them and me but uh we always get through it but that that's another you know to see them in something that is sort of um not their favorite but they they put the effort in and, and succeed um that that's really rewarding and, and and those are the things i really like whether it's dance competitions, you know, a small dance scholarship or acknowledgement coming into one of them. Um, our youngest has taken on uh, what, uh, synchronized swimming now, which is also is on hold, but she's just started doing that and, and, and sort of having some success and enjoying it and, and seeing those sort of little wins where they're, you know, things they're excited about um, and, and seeing them again, b- become their own people and, and be into their own things and, uh, that's the rewarding stuff. I, um, Charlie, she's in French immersion, and I love. I, I, I did French immersion too, and and so the two of us sort of have this little bonding thing on how we can speak French to each other and do French reading at night. Uh, that I get a kick out of that. My son's in um, Spanish uh, school. Like, Spanish. okay, it's not, it's not a full immersion. They do half and half. It's a, an academy, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't have a second language and. It, is it more the bond between that you two have, or is it the fact that she is learning French? Because you know, from my perspective, I I love the fact that my son can speak Spanish 
and he can, he understands it for the most part. You know, he's he's only well, he's eight in grade three, yeah, yeah, and he can read it, and like just his his accent, just like yeah, <laughs> uh, it feels so rad. Like yeah, the yeah, accents are great, <laughs> um, but but it, it it's that um and and it's kind of that special thing to her um and, and it's the same with her um she does guitar and dance like her sister but she's moved on um and less dance more she's picked up the swimming thing and that's again a really special thing that's that's hers and it's unique about her and she's not necessarily just you know her older sister's younger daughter that's also doing dance in the studio she's got her own thing and it's it's really cool for for them to each have their own pockets of of sort of stuff that's unique to them and cool cool for them. Why do you uh, keep them in? Like you, so you mentioned that this, they might not be super stoked about being in guitar. Like what, why, why do you kind of not force them, but kind of push that and kind of keep them? Is it, are you trying to teach them the, the lesson of like the tenacity and stuff like that? Or is it, um, or you maybe just want them to learn, maybe, learn music and you find that it's important for their development? I, I know they're good at it. Um, and they've they've done it long enough, and they're they're sort of they've got they've got their hands on it and and are are, are doing well with it. Um, the guitars that we bought um, were a bit expensive, so I feel like we need to get our money's worth out of the guitars. <laughs> um, but also, I feel like it's a really strong skill to have. And I know I, um, as a youngster, played uh, played violin from a very young age, and then uh, a bit older, I also started doing guitar. And I remember I hated violin every step of the way um, until I maybe got into grade seven where I dropped guitar or dropped violin and just went with guitar. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, being able to play music is an important skill, a valuable skill to have. And to just, it needs to be a part of, um, a part of them for a little bit. And I keep hoping something will click uh, in terms of them really taking to something whether it's you know develop enough skills and then at one point say hey i want to learn you know this taylor swift song and then sort of then it's off to the races where they really enjoy it um the harp of my oldest there's a bit of an incentive as she sort of put together a little bit of a repertoire and has almost a 30 minute set of of um classical music there's this sort of incentive of well you know you could take to this this to the farmer's market if ever was to open again and be able to do some busking and, and some of that kind of stuff. So that's sort of starting to click a little bit in terms of, oh, this has some potential to maybe being, you know, maybe a first first job I could have. So um, I just want to sort of, I, I want it to be there for them. And I, I feel like the older they would get, the tougher it would be to, to add in music and sort of develop those skills. So I feel like uh, I don't put my foot down a little bit a lot of things, but um, for now, guitar is something that they stay in, and it's not as uh, their their hate for it probably isn't as dramatic as I'm making it up. But uh, <laughs> but uh, certainly, if, if if you if you ask them right now, which activity would you drop? I think they would probably both say guitar. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. My, my son yeah. does does piano. I'm not. I love music, and all many a lot of my friends. I think almost all of them. I want to say my close friends all play music and play in bands and stuff. And uh, I've always been kind of jealous of that and been a regret of mine and not learning a, learning an instrument. Not saying it's right. too, too late for me, but uh, sometimes it's hard to, you know, when you're a single, I'm a single dad. And so to practice and stuff, maybe I'm just being lazy. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I brought together a bunch of my friends and we do a cover band. We do a bad religion cover band and I get to oh, sing. Nice. So that there's my, uh, <laughs> there's my outlet. What's, um, what's the, ba- what's the band called? Well, we, we, our first gig was dad religion, but there's so many right. dad religions out there. We, uh, okay. we don't really have a name. <laughs> we just, okay. Do, do our thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. We uh, kind of put, put it together. We had a gig on in September and we've been, had a few gigs, but we we don't really have a, a good name. <laughs> does um does the uh the material span the whole uh, catalog of bad religion, or do you guys focus around one area? Or? It's all like mainly suffer. Uh, a lot of our songs are from suffer. The, the Holy Trinity, we call it. I guess. Well, I yeah, guess we go yeah. we go. How can I Our oldest quote unquote song is um, Recipe from Hate for Recipe. From okay. Hate. So we don't really go past that. It's 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 kind of a mixture of in, interesting dudes like our one of our guitarists uh, he's my neighbor. Um, so you're from Calgary. Like, have you always lived in Calgary? Um, no, no. Um, about uh, 25 years. I, I grew up in BC. Oh, okay. I don't know how how familiar you are with like the the earlier early kind of punk days in Edmonton. Do you know the band Jerry Jerry and the Sons Rhythm Orchestra? No, I don't. Yeah, supposedly that that's one of the bands that kind of influenced SNFU to kind of get started and stuff. Okay. So the the guitarist in that band, he's about turning sixty uh, this summer. He's he's a guitarist in our band. Oh, <laughs> and nice. So, uh, and he's played in lots of bands kind of throughout his life. And uh, you, know, you know, he's my neighbor. I was like, hey, Paul, you want to want to be in this band with me? He would, <laughs> he, and he he's like, he just loves playing music. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like yeah, we're gonna do a bad religion cover band. He's like bad religion, oh, I never heard of them. So, <laughs> so he's he's got kind of get introduced to it. And it's been really fun. Oh, that's uh, great. So we we've, we've done some rad dad events as us kind of headlining, and we've we always do like a, a charitable aspect to it. And so we've raised a couple thousand dollars for some charity charities around the city, and it's been been fun for sure. Oh, nice, that's great. Yeah, so keep them in the guitar. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> describe the relationship with your dad. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm close with my dad. Um, he's out in, uh, North Vancouver, so we don't get out there as much as, uh, as I'd like to. And, you know, I had, uh, I have a plane ticket booked for mid-May where I was going to go to Vancouver and we were going to go see the Stones, which was, uh, I was really looking forward to, but it looks like that's all been, uh, it's all been canceled because of the coronavirus, but anyways, um, uh, yeah, we, we get on quite well. He plays, he plays guitar. He's been, um, very supportive over the years, um, in terms of, um, you know, through high school, I, I was insistent on, on not wanting to go to college and that all I wanted to do was play music and, and, and play in a band and, and he supported that, um, I, I did end up going to college out of school to go to uh that, that and that's why I moved to Calgary. I moved to Calgary to go to um a jazz jazz program at Mount Royal where I ended up meeting some guys and uh joining Belvedere in uh, nineteen ninety six. I got a lot of support to do that and go on the road. Um I went out to Vancouver to try to do a music education degree and shortly dropped out and went but came back to Calgary to go on the road full time and really received a lot of support for the, for, for all of that. So, um, yeah, my dad's, uh, uh, very, very close with me and, uh, and, and very supportive in, in everything I do. So, 
um, yeah, it's uh, it's really great. Has has that relationship um, with him influenced you in terms of how you are as a dad? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I feel I, I take his. Uh, I've got his sense of humor, um, and I try to try to bring comedy and 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 lightness and humor to everything everything I do. Probably a bit too much, if you would ask my wife. But um, <laughs> he's a. When I speak with him, um, at at times it's almost uh, as if one was talking to to David Letterman. So I get such a a strong Letterman vibe from him, um, which uh, which I think is great. And I think uh, in terms of 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 comedy, uh, that's that's a guy also Letterman I looked up to um, so much. So uh, I see see them sort of so so similar. but yeah, I, I think I, I've got his his sense of humor, and uh, I try to bring that probably to a fault into uh, into everything I do. <laughs> a fault. There we go. I'll switch the yeah. a little bit. So um, talk about Fizz Gigs. Fizz Gigs. Yeah, it's new it's album. Some new album came out last Friday. Um, and and I, I I think a good time. I mean, we we've had this record done for over a year. And um, the the fact that it came out in such a sort of rotten time, and I think it's really a it's a feel good record. I think it 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 it's um it's it's nice and poppy, and I think it's uh, just got a great vibe for for what's going on right now. So hopefully, maybe uh, can bring a smile to someone's face. I was certainly happy to to share it with uh, my coworkers last week when when it was finally available. To hopefully you know something you can tap your toe to. But um, yeah, Jay, the singer, um, he a few years ago um, had a bunch of songs written, and he wanted to uh, enter one of the songs in a local songwriting contest that was done at the uh, the Ship and Anchor Pub, and he uh, had put together, you know, Cody, and uh, he had gathered up with uh, Dean Rudd, and I, I knew both Jay and and, uh, and Dean from way back when I first moved to Calgary when when we were. Uh, I was playing in a band with uh, um, that, that toured with uh, Dean and Jay's band Guilt Trip way back. But uh, Jay asked me to come and uh, and play guitar with him, and and uh, yeah, we did this gig at the Ship and Anchor, which went really well. And we kind of thought, you know, may as well try and make a go of this. And uh, Jay had all these songs ready to go, um, so we worked them out and started gigging around town and. Uh, it's it's just been a really great fun um low pressure experience uh um i really don't want to do much of any gigging outside of town um as as we had kids i really struggled with leaving town to to tour and play shows outside of uh outside of calgary so it's really important for me to um, still be able to play music and, and be involved in, in, in playing live, which uh, which I, I love so much, and uh, be able to do it locally and still come home every night. So um, being in the Fizz has been uh, a killer experience for the last few years. And um, to finally have um, the album out, the music out for people to listen to is, is, is really exciting. Fred, I like that. Is it like, do you... See yourself continuing with that? You guys keep going, do another record, like just kind of 
tour this well tour quote unquote yeah for sure um we've we've um obviously shows are are uh, all up in the air i think we had a handful we've already we already had one sort of canceled i think it was a couple of saturdays ago we, we we didn't play that and uh we've got a few booked in the next few months i i can only assume they're not gonna <clears throat> they're not gonna go forward and so we'll, we'll we'll get that all straightened out once we slowly um move, move back to uh coming out of our our, our our caves here in the next i don't know how six months maybe who knows but <laughs> who knows, um, uh but yeah i uh i i already see you know um everyone's home jay's already been firing up demos and you know cody's got some stuff cooking so everyone's kind of taking this this time where they're um isolated at home to uh to start laying down some riffs and uh, and start sharing them so when we get together and jam there's already a um a lot of ideas going around for new material so i i, I hope we can continue writing recording releasing and uh and doing this because um I don't see any reason why we would uh why we would stop doing it. Nice. Great. Yeah. Um okay, you talked about your your humor humor aspect. Do you have a dad joke? So I've got a uh <laughs> I don't know how much a, a dad joke. Well okay, so give us a joke. <laughs> the um someone Someone I work with just gave me this one, and um, he said he's just started a band, and he's calling it 999 megabytes, but he still can't get a gig. Any fatherly words of wisdom to the rad dads or any new dads out there listening to this? Um, yeah, I let... let uh, I don't know. Just try to be happy. Um, enjoy your kids. Be good to your kids, um, and let them be themselves. And uh, and uh, just just try to have fun and be happy. Nice. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Appreciate Christian. The-